it feels like we're tapping into or sensing into and let like we're letting ourselves slow. We're going to try. We're going to, we're going to see, we're going to see what no small thing unfolds into. Mm-hmm. So welcome to us being a little back on the air. We are off for a while. We're back. Everybody, welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain, more curious life. I am Mace. And I'm Daniel. Welcome to episode 189. Is, did it end? Did we get to 89? 99? I think either 88 or 89. Hmm. What we are titling. I think we were in the 90s. 90. 98? One, nine, eight. We're in that body center. We've been talking about this. What does it mean that me and Mace and Scott are all nine wing one body fixers? What does that mean? Nine wing one body fixers. And there is this, Scott really admires eightness, I think. You and I have a slightly more ambivalent relationship to it of something of like it feels a little bit less self-conscious and self-aware of itself and of its impact on other people. And as social types, I think you and I really become a little bit eh, apprehensive about that thing. But 198, I mean, that's a beautiful way for us to sum up this (laughs) Daniel is already ripping everybody welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everyone. Um. Yeah, so here we are. Here we are. This is, if you've been following along the past couple episodes, we've been doing Enneagram episodes. Daniel and I have been recording all day since It is late, now evening. Late morning, but now it's like late evening. Late night. It is night. It's We're night in the dark time. of the night. There's stars. Jupiter, the <laughs> Zeus is shining bright above us. Selene, the moon, it's, has been... It's 11.45, and here we are. Yeah. And we've we've sat with the Enneagram and talked about it all day. Mm-hmm. And It has been a very special Enneagram retreat. It has. An unexpected, uh, but, like, of course, this is what happened, but... An Ennea treat. <laughs> an Ennea treat. That is what yeah, it been has been. That is what it has been. Yeah. So I, <laughs> this is us a reflective Enneagram devotion episode. Devotion. Where we will... Be just discussing mm. what this was like mm-hmm. and then kind of wondering, we're a podcast dedicated to help you live less certain, more curious life. What role does the Enneagram play? Just like mm. pondering why, why this many episodes on the Enneagram, why this thing, why, right. why would this be something worthy of wondering about so much? And then Dang. kind of where we're going. Like mm-hmm. what's what lies ahead for no small thing in the mm-hmm. Enneagram, but then future no small thing. So that's that's this little Enneagram devotion is what yeah. we're titling it after yeah. Beach House. <laughs> so <Of course>. so <laughs> just if you're in house. if you're in the know and if you're into it, go listen to Devotion, devotion by, by Beach house. house after this. I've I've never experienced that. I've never like taken that album in. I've never listened all through it's it. It's not it's not a top album of mine, but it is still a part of them. I think I'm gonna do that after like for Sunday, <laughs> well, you'll listen to devotion. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have my devotion moment, and I might start morning pages again and really like get into this kind of because 
I, I've said this to you earlier, like I feel so alive after this, this weekend. And sometimes people that can sound performative in a way, cause we've had this special time and, and me as a social, social type, I'm like, uh, really hyper aware of how I may be perceived. And I think a lot of us, um, have these kind of experiences of when we have uh, a really special experience, we become self-critical of it. And how are people going to see this? Am I becoming too indulge, self-indulgent? And it's like a, a really big attachment type. The three types mm. on the triangle get this. They all have their various relationships with that dynamic. I almost like there's a, <clears throat> if, if fear of there's like a, if you're experiencing something good, where is the, yeah, we all have, any three attachment types has a line to wrong? six. Yeah. And that six is saying, where is it going to go wrong? Right, yeah. right. Oh, it's that darn line to six, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's a very endearing part of it because it is part of the human thing is like, what's going to happen? What am I doing here? How, what's my relationship to it? Yeah. Um, yeah, so what were we going to talk about here? Well, okay, I'll say this. I'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll start going and then, and then you can you can jump in. But I'll say for me, I've been, this will, this will be released by week by week. So this is all jam-packed in one day for yeah. me personally, thinking about the Enneagram this much. And I've been on slight mm-hmm. hiatus with the Enneagram, mm-hmm. but, but it's been drizzled into mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting being surrounded by it. And I think mm. even just being surrounded by Daniel here, who is, I, I think that I'll say this, I'm studying to be a therapist and sometimes I'm overwhelmed by the ways of understanding phenomena. Mm. So there is this thing beyond us as humans. That's also within us and within our relationships, phenomena that mm. we don't know how to explain. Phenomena. Penomona. It's and, such a beautiful word. And there are so many ways people are trying to describe phenomena mm. and grasping at it. And studying therapy has, in many ways, is a lot of study around different modalities for, mm-hmm. no, for phenomena. Yeah, and phenomena. It is phenomena. And that's a word that's kept coming up. And it is like we can throw it around and sometimes people can use it in a jargony way where it's kind of gatekeeping. But it is like an invitation to look at things not as what is our reaction to it? How are we interpreting it? But like what is the phenomenon that's unfolding before What's us? What's happening here? What is happening that's, that's this outside of our perception that's and That's outside of our perception, exactly. So... It's interesting because I feel sometimes overwhelmed by the amount of modalities and I find myself being, I think there's this phrase that I consider called like from this book called braiding, uh, braiding selves, I think is what it's titled, Hmm. but it's this idea of having thick theory. So it's as a, as someone studying to be a therapist their, their notion is you should have thick theories. So imagine your theories and modalities like braids and there's going to be, you want a really thick braid and you may have some thicker strands that are important things to you, but, but it's going to serve you and patients and people much more if you have something that's woven together of multiple theories. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's something really special for, to me, that's how I want to approach things. But then I think that there's other people who, I, I mean, maybe this is your five fix is what I would wonder five about. Wing, five wing on the six Five fix. wing on the six fix. Uh, that go into something really hard and that go into it very deeply and in a way that I can then now 
come to it and work with it. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think my work is to understand the Enneagram this in depth. Right. You know, right. but it's we all have it's, different relationships. It's kind of with yours. It's kind of yours in a way, mm-hmm. and I benefit from how precise you are from it, and, with so, it and, and, and how much you use it for everything. I'm like, you think of everything in terms of enneagram, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, that's so interesting. And it's not and, a limiting thing. And it's wow, an expansive thing. This person is doing that. I, I don't think I'll do it necessarily, but because I'm witnessing do, them do that, I can sometimes do this. Yeah, and that'll sometimes. I know that's me. the wonder of it, and that what you're naming there again, to bring it literally back to the Enneagram, is that's a line that we share between 0.7 and 0.5, is the wing on your mind fix and the wing on my mind fix. You're a core mind type. I'm a core body type. But I do have this secondary mind fix, which goes down from six into wing five. And so it is this way that we are, something that we resonate on is that relationship that is happening phenomenologically between sevenness and fiveness those two essences working together the way that human personalities coalesce or try to recreate that essence as a functional action that i can do a behavior pattern that i can just invest in and and i'll make it work this is the tool that i'm using um and so there's an interesting way in which our wings are connecting in that. That is interesting. The, the little line too. Seven, seven, all the options, one that like single most condensed. Right, right. Option. No, exactly. I think that's it. Like, I think I'm finding myself wanting to be like eclectic and I'm currently like concentrating in like British object relations, which is the most precise people. <laughs> like, like they some of them are so freaking precise and I'm just like, Oh my God. Britain, British thought is I've, I've been exploring this in terms of my study of North Africa and Roman colonization of North Africa, which I think at some point we'll end up entering these conversations, but there is this aspect of British art, like study of this stuff is very in that six, five space. No, of, I, that's what it feels like. That's what I, I would say that feels like. And then I'm also like in this other place of like relational psychoanalysis or like, there's as many there's as many versions of psychoanalysis mm-hmm. as there are people. Like mm-hmm. that's a seven thought. That's or a, a seven thought. Seven energy. And seven and six wing seven adapt like merging up into nine as well. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting thought. Whereas a six six with a five wing is more inclined to to kind of isolate into that distinct opinion, and that's part of what is seen as problematic by the attachment kind of perspective is that like you're not you're withdrawing from this and and we're all in it together you can't hide from the fact that we're all connected yeah and there's kind of a judgment of that especially for six as a super ego type which is like yeah we can laugh at that and it's it is a valid perspective that's a part of it yeah and i i think it's interesting just thinking about i don't know i'm thinking just the balance of it it you need some people that are really precise Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. good. That's good for the world that there's some people that are yeah. really precise. Yeah. If we think about it as essence coming forward, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, these people are channeling essence this way. So no, as we a all personality, it can be obnoxious. Right. Um, but similarly, the seven is obnoxious in its own way. Very, very um, much so. So it, it is just this difference of what it's, the ways it's making the rest of us all suffer and the ways it's giving us something that we're lacking, you know? Okay. Okay. I think, I think we now move into 
why Enneagram? Why Enneagram? I mean, I guess we're kind of doing that. I would be interested to start with your perspective because of the two of us, you're the one that has been asking that question more. And I'm providing my answer. But like over the past couple of years, as we've talked about it, it has been each time I have a different, I'm in a different place in my own studying journey yeah, and have a different focus and a different thing that I'm working out within myself. I'm working with my own self-deceit and my own self-forgetting and stuff and trying to f- make sense of myself through these processes. And yes, like for the sixes out there that are like this guy, this person sounds really confident. Um, like I am aware that I'm pretty confident and also probably delusional in many ways in the ways that I'm trying to make sense of this. And yes, I'm going to take that into account. I can also start being, being mindful of what do I really understand? What is actually making sense? And this is the invitation for all of us to start engaging with our mind center and being like, our mind is capable of making sense of things in a coherent way that is not delusional. But you have to be aware of that which is del- always delusional and in the room with you, and you keep your attention with that in a gentle way, and then that helps you to, to distinguish with, no, I am getting a clear sense of this. And that is, it is within that, that, and it can always be wrong in a new way, and it can change and grow. Um but that is, I think, what I'm, a, as a social type, I am afraid of being perceived as arrogant because of the confidence with which I talk about these things. But it is also a very self-aware and humble and constantly readapting itself confidence, if that makes sense. It does. And I think right now you're, you're not only telling us, but you're showing us why the Enneagram is something for you to consider. Like, mm-hmm. and something, How so? Like, like, right now you are trying to say so many things about yourself and Mm. you use the Enneagram as this avenue to name the Mm, things like uh, here I am, whatever this is. I do think we're all trying to find ways to express who we are. No, no, that's it. Express who we are. That's why people feel so threatened. To communicate, to, to be understood, to understand the other so they can understand us. Mm -hmm. Like we're, we're all desperate for that. Even the most fuck you types are really, that's a part of it. That's not, they're not actually separating from that. It's this desire of, I want you to be in connection with me in some very fundamental way. Right, right. And I even want to pull back out of okay. the Enneagram, pull back even more and just think about this idea of like, even you right now using the Enneagram, like mm-hmm. we all have our tools. We all have mm-hmm. our stories. Yeah. Like if it's Marvel no, for it you, if it's, if it's, you know, a certain kind of music genre for you. Like, but I mean, maybe that's not the best one. Marvel archetypes, these characters, Marvel, like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's all these ways that we can know ourselves and know our shadow, know all these things. And mm-hmm. the Enneagram, like right now you were just able to explain things about yourself because there's language for it. Right. Because you have a tool for it's it. It's a language. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah. why the Enneagram? Well, because, why, I mean, if you like, if the language resonates with you, cool, then you can just communicate more with it. And it's an alpha, it's a, it's a language you can now work with. And there's, there's certain words and ways the words combine with this language mm-hmm. that communicates something that this other language doesn't. I, I so mean, I'm going to use that language. We've been watching this Rick Rubin, uh, Shangri-La, do- Shangri-La documentary, and it is this thing of this nine-wing eight is what I think is tapping into this thing of like there's there's something with everything, there's something to everything. It's a no small thing energy of like 
we're tapping into these various things and we're going to bring something out and it's all contributing something. Um, I, I got lost in that thought, but that's... It's good to be lost in thought. Yeah, I think I, I think even after this weekend, I'm like, I, I still like the Enneagram. I, 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 I began with it wanting to, to know more and I mm-hmm. began also saying I don't want to be married to it and I still feel that way. Yeah, I'm like, no. I like dancing with the Enneagram. It is just a language. And it's, it, it happens to be one of my favorite languages. No, exactly. And that's why like, it's, but it's like, it's, it's not, it's not going to be everyone's favorite language. Right, exactly. Like yours. And, and I think that's the thing. It's, it's special to see that we're going to each find languages that are, they resonate with us. Mm. No, one's, it's not even like there's better or worse. I think there's more useful sometimes. Well, and especially more useful in different contexts. Exactly. It's exactly. all relational to one another in and, different and ways. There's, there's also like what's, what is available to you, mm-hmm. what is available to your inner resources, your mm-hmm. outer resources. And like, what's naturally going to speak to you with the, the constellation of the accumulation of all the experiences you've had and just what's going to resonate with you and help you make sense of it in a way that is authentic and true to you, you know? Because I think if we were to really sit down, we could be like, we could do this with... I've never... I've never studied this like a system of thought, but I feel mm. like if there's a date with destiny of like astrology yes. and it's like, mm. so we could mm-hmm. have someone sitting here with us with the same confidence, belief, joy, mm-hmm. insight, mm-hmm. wisdom mm-hmm. from using astrology as the, the way to qualities. understand the world. It's and a way of tapping into essence. The, the number system is 12 and it's right. not nine. Right. And it's different. Yeah. Yes. And there's also going to be this, there, there's something that's going to provide in, in bright. And there's people within that that have the same confidence that you have in it. 12 is brilliant because 12 is an even number. It's not nine. I know it's three times four, which is just, but it's epic. also, it also has three. So you're getting the law <laughs> of three, but it's also in this grid. I mean, for us to eventually get into astrology and explore the, the concept numerologically <laughs> of 12ness, and I mean, 12ness appears in Christianity. You see Huge, Christianity beyond this grid. Yeah. It's a literal cross. It's yeah. like, what is happening here? Yes. And how has yes. this created the modern world we live in? Yes. Ooh, that's going to be in really interesting. Um, no, but they are, yeah, they're I, all different languages. It's all different. It's all different languages. And I just... And I, it, no, I think this is what I get, was getting at with Rick Rubin is you can choose all these different music genres and certain ones are going to resonate with you and certain ones aren't, but they're just different ways of kind of getting in touch with your internal experience and making sense of the world and moving forward and having a relationship and all of these things. Right, and we look at the person who loves punk music and they love punk music and that's great. And we mm-hmm. look at the person who loves jazz music and they love jazz music. And it's not yeah. like, did you know jazz is actually better than punk? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you can't, you can't say jazz is better than punk. Like that's, and that's a preposterous thing to exactly, propose. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the, that's the necessary six seeing into nineness. It's like, work. I love punk. I don't listen to jazz, but I wouldn't, I couldn't say mm-hmm. punk is better. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. And the flip side of that, going back down to six and six reacting and keeping nine in balance with itself is nine can escape into that and say, well, it's all just vague and the same. And then it kind of creates this minimal, it, it, it justifies minimalizing certain parts that are uh, not what that ego self really has a preference for. And so like the important thing to keep in mind is like, we're all still going to have our preferences and you have to 
be okay with that and be okay with there being some dissonance that like, I like this and you don't like this. Oof, that's a tough one for me, but I, 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 it's, it's, that's the growth, right? The growth. And and as you're saying this thing of like, I'm not married to the Enneagram, that's its own attachment thing that I'm working out with you as like, (laughs) like I, for me, I wouldn't, I don't know, think I think I would use the metaphor of Mary, but I, like my favorite language, it is a, that is, that is, feels really true to me. And the fact that it's also not your favorite language, I think that's playing at a basic, probably object relational attachment thing of like, I'm, we're sharing in this thing and I can see that we are sharing. I can trust that we're sharing in this thing and you're not in it at the same level that no, I No, it's am. like, this is my favorite game is my favorite. Right. And I'm like, yeah. I like this game. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. a good game. Like, it's like you love Monopoly and it's right. like, I play Monopoly and I, I have, I have all the sets of the different Monopolies and I'm like, Oh, I like Monopoly. Yes. I, I'd love to come over and play Monopoly. Right. Like, Oh, you know this much about Monopoly? Cool. <laughs> like, I, let me play some Monopoly with you. You know, that is, like that is, that is a non-fiveness encountering fiveness, just energetically out of the world. Like, whoa, you're really, you're really into this, my guy. Uh, well, you do like Monopoly. Like, like if uh, I've, I do feel like with me being in grad school, eventually we'll start talking about my things like my maps my or my languages, and it is like a oh, Daniel is really fucking into ancient Greek and really into maps. And I feel like there should be a side series. That's just like super nerd. <laughs> that could be fun. That could be really fun to <laughs> let some of that be seen. Cause it's like McKaylee sees it. Yes. McKaylee is bears witness to this. Um, no, but it is a thing that it's like, there's not a much of a way to bring this out into the world, at least not yet. In You're terms on, of on your way. Yeah. No small Enneagram. No Everyone, small that Enneagram. is our biggest plug, for, I think, from these episodes, too, mm-hmm. is to go to No Small Enneagram. And it, it is really becoming, like, there's a solid community of people that are vibrantly and excitedly, it seems enjoyingly, engaging with what the content that we're putting out and stuff. And I do feel like, you know, that's, again, it's like a language. It's not going to be for everyone. But for those who are interested in, like, a dynamic, self-aware, self-conscious, less certain, more curious Enneagram space, it's like, we're doing this out here. Come on in. Come on in. It's a collective. Yeah. Um, Okay, perfect transition to where we're headed. Where are we headed? Where are we headed? I mean, this was was four four episodes with Daniel Mm -hmm. and I. Next, it's going to be four episodes, probably four episodes, three to four episodes of Daniel and Scott. Yeah. So that that's going to be, be really fun. Nine vibes. And I think we'll probably, what I, I, we haven't talked about this yet, but what I imagine is <laughs> these two body types, not mind types, are going to probably listen back to these episodes before we record and be like, what were we talking about? <laughs> How are we going to spark something between us? Um <laughs> To have thoughts of, about this, which is which is how nine kind of works. It's always harmonizing with other people. Like I will, I will be here and I will help synthesize. But I need something to be provided first that I can attach into. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like there's a spaciousness between you two that will that that adds something. Yeah. That adds something. Yeah. But I mean, I think also just in terms of where we're headed, it's the Enneagram is back on mm-hmm. No Small Thing. There was a long hiatus. But I think it's going to be back. I mean, obviously not in the same way of every five episodes like no. we're just doing right now. It isn't even a blitz. This blitz felt really manic. <laughs> <laughs> no, manic, please. Like, the blitz No, felt- there's so much gold content in the blitz. And if you're going back to this, no, it was so manic. It was so manic. <laughs> this, this, is, this, is, this is not that, I don't think. No, it, no um, this feels really open and relaxed and comfortable. Shoulders down. 
That's the we're hope. Breathing. So, and I think also, we're, I think this is maybe a model for us doing kind of the potentially deep diving something for a longer chunk of time. Cause I do think no small Enneagram or no small thing is like our conversations. Uh, oh no, they, 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 we start something and it's never ending. Mm-hmm. It's never ending. It's endlessly creative. And so I think sometimes when it's like we're bopping around between topics, that's one thing and that's wonderful. And I don't think, I think that will happen too. But also there's something about kind of indulging it's kind an, of, an almost never ending conversation of like eight episodes on Instagram or like eight episodes on dreams. You know, that's those kinds of potentials. We talk about maybe. flow state or play state. You as a play therapist, I'm a play therapist is it, is now, that, everyone. Is that, the, is that? No, I. I you, you said something about that terminology. Uh, yeah, so, I, I don't. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would say that. I would just say I'm a therapist that works with children. Love. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Totally. So there is this thing of getting into a play state, though, and a flow state and creativity state that I think we've. It feels like we're tapping into or sensing into and let, like we're letting ourselves slow. We're going to try. We're going to, we're going to see, we're going to see what no small thing unfolds into. Mm-hmm. So welcome to us being a little back on the air. We were off for a while. We're back. Mm-hmm. So. And it's, it's this funny thing where like, so like creativity and mm. artistic and expression can become really self-congratulatory and like masturbatory in a way. <laughs> and then we can go like, Oh, look at these like cringy people doing this. Oh, thing. for sure. But it's also like, and there is an aspect of it that is kind of separate from that. And that like when it's actually a flow state and it's not our ego trying to talk about it and be seen in it, it is this thing of like, it's unproblematic. It's we're we're creating and we're here and we're being present and that there is something about what we've talked about as personality. If nine is at the, the, the top of the symbol and it's representing sloth and sloth is the, the dissociation from ourselves into a system of patterned responses that we call personality. And if we're trying to wonder about this and engage with it in many modalities through the Enneagram, we could look at it and say that nine is dissociating from like actually being able to participate in with, with reality. And when we are willing to face what that dissociation is, we can also see what it's dissociating from. And that is a wonderful invitation into presence and wholeness. Mm. And Mm. it's something that we all are ultimately wanting. That's what the personality is wanting to create. It also doesn't know that it needs to actually relax to let it happen rather than keep gripping harder and learn how to get stronger and all that stuff. No, it's, that's real. I'm glad that thought landed because I was up, I was up, you were up, I got air for a moment and I was were, like, am I going to come back down or is it going to, am I going to lose it? No, but you, I, I landed you, it. You landed it. And I had a thought while you were talking that I'm trying to think of where it went though, because I went up there with you. I lost my thoughts. Dang it. I brought you the six lost their thought. What Look did I this. do? Look at this. This is magic. Um, oh, uh, okay. Self-congratulatory. Uh, play by night. You know, okay, here's what I'll say. Because hmm. I get I, I, I get that. I mean, I think anyone, we're all probably pretty self-conscious of most things we do, actually. Mm-hmm. All of us. So mm-hmm. to imagine that we aren't self-conscious of this is, don't worry, we are. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, so self-conscious. I literally I re- released the last episode, which we recorded back in May, and I was... I had a te- uh, I had to post on Instagram that I was mortified by how I experienced yeah. myself and this thing of like, yeah, I, I have a certain confidence in these ideas I'm talking about, and 
I am very unconfident of how I'm being perceived and wanting to not alienate any people and have, have integrity. It's this one wing of like, I want to have integrity with how I'm engaging with this stuff. And I actually have very good intentions. It's that one wing into two of like, I have good intentions. And yes, sometimes that can be dark, be dark and self obscured and nefarious, but I'm like, look at me. I am willing to listen to your feedback. Let's do this for real and engage with this. Um, and see what happens. And I, it, we've we've ha- have this like tripartite model for this episode, this mini episode. And what is coming is like I don't know. And, right. And the, right. that's part of what was right. so shameful about listening to the last episode is I was so trying to control where this was going to go, mm. and I'm no longer mm. feeling that need. Right. I'm like I'm going to just be creating on this Instagram feed. I'm going to be playing with my own ideas. We're all going to be talking about this still. We're going to be engaging with this and like. What is going to come? Who knows? Right. I mean, there's this quote that I like that's like, what what always matters is folding, unfolding, refolding. Mm. It's like, it's always just unfolding. But, you know, so here's here's this thought. Uh, you know, we're both self-conscious. And then also, like, I think it's, it's a good and okay thing for people to step into, like, doing things that they enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I had this one professor, I've, I think I mentioned this a few times, who talked about this. Like it was in a lecture on hope. And he essentially was like, if you listen to podcasts, create podcasts. If you listen to music, create music, like get involved, do the thing that you enjoy, make it, create it. You don't need to be self-conscious. You can just try. And I think that's something that we're always saying is like, we're trying lesser and more curious. We're, we're not, that's the point. That's the endeavor. That's, that's, that's what's unwinding is trying to be lesser, more curious mm-hmm. and seeing how that happens. We're, we're pretending, we're pretending as if we can, because we want it to be, you mm-hmm. know, You're and it's, it's it. like, we have to dream it into being or else it's not going to become something. So, oh. so I think that's, that, that's maybe what lies yeah. ahead. <laughs> oh, that integrating into that nine body fix, <laughs> integrating into three actualizing, Line. Jenna's gonna find it's, any it's way always, to make anything that said BS Enneagram. I know, I know. And it's like it's like, okay, if we can really get into a season or a topic where we're like trying to look at something in isolation, that can, I can do that. But it is this thing of like it is my favorite language it's and the I'm way always, you, using always using it. Using I'm it. using it's, it. It's a really it's really a trip. Um okay, everybody. Um Thanks for <laughs> listening. <laughs> Y'all, I just, I need to say thank you for, if you've, if you're listening and these sounds are reaching your ears, thank you for following with us on this journey. It's been a beautiful weekend for us. And I feel like if you've been listening to this and vibing with this stuff, it's been interesting and fun for you. And I want to just say like, it's just so social Bermuda, but like we're in this together. We're we are. enjoying this together. This is a thing that's moving forward and let's enjoy that being the case. Right. And it's, we're, we're these, we're learning as we're ca- talking. And it feels so, so carefree. It feels so unconcerned in a way. So, we're learning as we're talking. And the hope is that others would learn as we talk and then can like share mm-hmm. and yeah. tell us what we're share. missing. And Go and t- learn by talking with the people next to them. No, it's interesting. Like we've so far, we have Instagram comments. I guess we do have a Discord. That's true. That's and it's true. like it'll be interesting to see. You could unlock the no small Enneagram people on a Discord. Ooh, wow. Ooh, hey y'all, if you're interested with that, please message me in my <laughs> DMs, and we'll just report back and see what the interest is, and if that happens, that could be. A- 
interesting ongoing space to discuss and mull and enjoy that this could, stuff. That could. Yeah. Okay, okay. everybody. Um, we'll see you with more Enneagram episodes next week. Much love, everyone. Devotion. <laughs>